another episode of Kids Corner on Disneyland Devoted. I'm your host, Michelle, and once again, I have my daughter, B with me. Hi! And today, we are going to talk about events and shows and special things at the Disneyland Resort, and we're going to get B's perspective, what she likes, what she doesn't like. And this is to hopefully help any of you out there who have kids around her age. She's 10, almost 11, and she's been going to the park since she was two. So she'll give you her perspective, so you might help you with your planning. So the first thing we're going to talk about is parades, because we have seen a lot of parades, yeah. haven't we? <laughs> yeah, we, we have. We've okay. seen a lot. So, um, from a parade perspective, we have done it a lot of different ways. We've camped out where we sat down on the parade route and we waited for the parade to start and we watched it from start to finish. And then we've done it piecemealed where we've, the parade has started and we've just gone over to the general area and we watched a few minutes of it and then we went about our way. And then lots of times we've accidentally ran into the parade because we really were headed someplace else. The parade was on and we just decided to stop and watch it. So, um, Parades. Tell us what you like about a parade first. So what I like about a parade is probably, well, one, it's fun, but also because you get to see all the people dancing, you get to see the characters, and they might wave at you, and they might talk to you, and stuff like that, and it's really fun because you get to technically interact with the people in the parade, and it's really fun. Perfect. Tell me what you don't like about a parade. Okay, so something that I don't like about the parade is um, if you're from, if like you're going from one ride to another one and you have to cross the street or the little crosswalk where you have to go and there's a parade going, you can't cross it until it's over, so you either have to wait or go to another ride, which that's kind of disappointing. Also, if you were to watch all of the parades from beginning to end you'd see the same thing over and over and over again and it that will get pretty boring because watching things over and over again is not as fun as you think it would be okay perfect so what is your preference do you like to sit and wait and watch the parade from time like from beginning to end like do you find that a worthwhile uh, event like worth our time or do you like to just come up and watch pieces of it and go about our day um I like to watch pieces of it because um you if it's the same parade over and over again you'll see different parts because uh you're going to be doing different things so you're gonna see all of the parade but at different times and you might forget not forget but like you won't remember it as well so it'll look like a new parade every time which is which is fun. So you're watching one parade without being bored. I like that. And because of that, that's kind of how we do parades. We seldom ever camp out and do the parade from beginning to end. We like to just kind of be spontaneous about it. And like B mentioned, parades are a lot of fun, but they do restrict how you can navigate around the park. And if like Main Street is like the no-go zone, you want to mm -hmm. be on 
your desired side bef- like a half hour before the parade starts. Otherwise, you will not get across. It's just really difficult. Yeah. But I like the music that's piped in. Because even if you're not watching the floats, mm-hmm. you actually can hear the music. But the floats are so big that you do not have to be right there on the front row. And even as a kid, you can still see, right? Like, have you really ran into a lot of problems where you couldn't see a float going by? Not really, no. I mean, you if you're, like, in the very back, you won't be able to see the dancers in the front. But you'll see the people on top of the floats waving and stuff, so that's fun. So you don't have to be, like, right in front. If you're just walking by, you will be able to see the float and stuff. Awesome. Now, of all the parades that we've seen, Christmas, Halloween, special things like Pixar Pier, I mean, yeah, well, it was Pixar Days, that parade, the electrical parade... Of all the parades, daytime, nighttime, everything you've seen, what's your favorite? Um, I think probably the uh, Halloween parade because of the Headless Horseman, because it's fun to see that, and because there's an actual horse, and it's like really interesting to see how behave the horses and how easy it is, so I think that's pretty fun. Yeah, I'd have to say the Headless Horseman was my absolute favorite. Oh, so sleek, and it was quiet. Like, everyone was quiet, and the horse and his little clop and clop and clop down Main Street, and he's black and sleek, and then on top of him, you know, is a man without a head. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool. Okay, so now let's talk about shows like Fantasmic and um, Mickey and the Magical Map, and when we did the Skyline Lounge. And just to put a little context there, that was the special event we paid to go into the area uh, near... Um, what's it called? The launch bay where you got a dessert packet. You got to watch the fireworks. Um, and then Fantasmic is the show off of the Rivers of America, the laser show. And Mickey Mouse is like the conductor. And then the Mickey and the Magical Map is a performance over by Toontown and It's a Small World. So when you think about shows and events and things like that, what do you think about those? Do you like them? Yeah, I like them. I think they're very interesting because uh, they're on the water most of them are on the water, so you, it's really interesting to see, like, I don't know if it's, like, water with lights on it or a light shining onto water, but it still looks really cool. So I like that. And then, so Fantasmic is at night, and then we went to Mickey and the Magical Map. Remember that? With them singing and dancing. What'd you think yeah. of that show? Uh, I think it was really fun. Yeah, I like that. And then, um, what'd you think of Skyline Lounge? You got your dessert. You got to, oh, her face lit yeah. up. I wish you could see it. What did you like about Skyline Lounge? I liked, um... Skyline Lounge because you could see the fireworks like really high and you got food and I think they even passed out like blankets and stuff. So it was like a movie theater outside. It was really cool and I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it too. Um, Skyline Lounge, I think it was like $50 a person and you got like sweets, like this, your own little package, your little like bento box of funness. And they had games. And they had games you could play, and we got visited by Minnie. Yeah, yeah. And you've got all the beverages you can want, and we went at the fall time, and they passed out blankets, because it was cold up there. Yeah, it was very cold, <laughs> but it was super fun, and I love doing that. Yeah, we may have to do that one again. The only thing I didn't like about the Skyline Lounge is that you didn't like everything that was in the little bento box, but yeah. 
you got plenty to eat and you got all the you got hot chocolate you can have all the soda and water and so that was a lot of fun so when it comes to scheduling those things so here you are if you were talking to the parents out there who are trying to figure out their trip to disneyland should they factor in parades and events maybe one more than the other what is your take i think that if you have a lot of patience i'd say uh, make time to watch a parade from beginning to end um but if you don't really um have a lot of patience which i don't really have um you can schedule some times like to go on rides and stuff so that you know whenever you can cross the crosswalk and stuff and um if it's your first time coming with like your kid or something i really would suggest writing or writing, going on the Skyline Lounge because it's really cool and I really like it. No, you bring up a very good point. So if you have five days at the Disneyland Resort, then you should probably try to plan a parade. And we know from having been annual pass holders and going all the time, there are people that come in just for the parades. Like that's their yeah. goal, right? Mm-hmm. They get there an hour before, they plant their little booty, and they wait. <laughs> also, we've seen like some poor family member got the short end of the deal and had to sit and hold the spot for a whole bunch of people but then what happens is they've been waiting all day and then some not polite other people come and kind of crowd in their spot so you know you have to have some some polite parade courtesy when you do that but if you don't have a lot of time let's just say you're going for the day Mm -hmm. instead of I mean I'm not discouraging anyone from watching parades because they're very entertaining but if that's not something you want to do you know there's a large crowd watching the parade so that's a good time to go ride other attractions Mm -hmm. and then you still can experience some of that parade by walking by or going during the parade and catching glimpses so you can still experience it right i will say there um was a problem whenever we were it wasn't a problem with the parade it was a problem with the um with the line for the parade like with the crowd um i don't remember what parade it was but i think it was the show on the water I don't really remember where it was, but we, it was nighttime, like 9.30 or something, and we were going to go home, and um, the pri- the uh, show parade thing was going on, and we could barely walk by, and other people could barely walk by, because it was so crowded, and it was uh, between the show and the parts of the Caribbean line, so people wanted to go on that parts of the Caribbean ride at night, so it was very crowded, um, so I'd say if you know that a show parade is going to go on at night and you're thinking of leaving by that time, either leave before that or after that so you don't get stuck between the crowd and maybe get pushed or stuff like that. So, yeah. That's a very valid point, and we've had a couple of those experiences. One, we almost missed our dinner reservation. Oh, yeah. Because the candle procession was happening, and we underestimated the crowd. Mm -hmm. And secondly... Never do that. Never never do that. (laughs) And then, like you said... Um, trying to move around, you're restricted by the the parade route and mm-hmm. where they want you to walk around and the crowds. Like I think you're talking about Fantasmic is yeah. very very popular. Yeah, and it's right there by Pirates of the Caribbean, so it's very valid. So good call out there. All right, now let's talk about spontaneous entertainment. So we've been like by the Jumpin' Jellyfish, and they had like that cocoa dancing going oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they have like the Five and Dime, the lady, and like the big band era where they're the fancy old car and they're singing. We've gone by live entertainment both in downtown 
Disney and over by Pixar Parade. And then there's the Dapper Dans, the ones that wear the hat and the looks like a uh, they're like a quartet of singers. Do you remember mm-hmm. them? Okay. With a band and stuff? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So when you think of spontaneous entertainment, do you like to stop and listen to that? Do you find that fun? Um, well, if you're, I really do like that because you get to listen to it and you get to watch it. And if you want to watch the Coco one, um, it's, it's by the Jumping Jellyfish and the Jumping Jellyfish is the one that goes up. So you can watch it from high above. Um, I think those, uh, shows are really cool because you get to see everything. And because it's like, if you miss it, it's, it's going to come back. Like it's everywhere. Like there's. There's one over here and one over there and one over here, so you can't really miss one of them because they're everywhere. But yeah, they're they're really fun. Do you remember the Green Army Men? Also, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they like interact with crowds, right? They pull people in. Okay, so the last thing we're going to talk about, we're going to throw in here because I think this one is kind of along the same lines, is character interactions. Mm -hmm. You, again, I wish you could see her face light up. You have met nearly. Every character. We yeah. have stood in line for characters. We have ran into characters. Characters are everywhere. So let's talk about some of your favorite character experiences. Okay. So um, whenever it was my birthday whenever I turned 10. ten. And um, we are going to a character breakfast where it's like a buffet breakfast with characters that come around. And um, that was really fun because they came up to you, and since it's my birthday, they, like, autographed my autograph book, which I have a funny story about that. Anyway, so, um, I think it's really fun because you can kind of talk to them. It depends on who they are and depends on what they look like, but it's really fun because it's, like, you get to meet them. It's, it's really cool. Now, the funny story is I had an autograph book that was almost completely full, and, um... I think it must have fallen into my laundry hamper, and um, we were doing my laundry, and um, it may or may not have gotten washed in the laundry, and I lost <laughs> all of those autographs, and I still haven't gotten an autograph book to this day. But that was sad, but it was really fun to meet them all. It was really sad. I felt really terrible. We'll have to get her a new book and let her get those autographs again. Okay, so you're talking about Goofy's Kitchen on your birthday. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Um, so I just completed an episode on Toontown and in Toontown is Mickey's house and Minnie's house and I was adamant that people should go stand in line for that so talk about Minnie and Mickey's house um so they're both like you can do things in their houses I think you can do more in Minnie's house but for Mickey's house you walk through the house and there's like a couch and piano and stuff like that and you walk through and then um, you meet Mickey at the end of his house because, like, it's like a little meet and greet kind of thing. And then with Minnie, there's, um, I, I remember this. It's the, there's a kitchen in there. So you walk through her house like you did Mickey's and there's a kitchen and you can bake a cake in there. And uh, I think something else happens. The dishwasher. Yeah, the dishwasher your- stuff happens. And then you also meet her at the end of her house. So, um, I think it's really fun to walk through their houses, because, like, you can sit on their couch, which is not very comfortable. Um, <laughs> you can 
like, do mini dishes and stuff like that. And it's really fun, and I really do like it. Because you get to meet them at the end of the house. So it's like you're in their house. It's really cool. And when you said bake a cake, she's got this cute oven that there's, like, this flattened cake. And then you push the button, and it, like, blows up to be a multi-tiered cake. It's super cute. Um, and then, so we've stood in line to meet all kinds of characters. Um, Probably and, all of them. Yeah, probably all of them. And then you've ran into some, like, okay, so you probably were too small to really remember this, but I know you know the story, where you were dressed like Cinderella. Oh, I remember that. I, I remember this, so remember it. And she was two, by the way. And we came around the corner and ran right into Cinderella herself. And, and I was wearing a Cinderella costume. So it was absolutely amazing. Um, remember the evil queen when we were walking and she called for you to come over? And then what about Cruella DeVille? What did she do? Um, so we were about to walk in to the park and she was there and um we took a picture with her and she taught you how to walk oh yeah she taught me how to do the catwalk she sure did she grabbed her by the hand and taught her how to do it it was absolutely like one of the best videos ever so um let's see who are some other names you got to meet mary poppins and bert and peter pan he had an oh and tinkerbell remember she gave you that whole conversation about what was your backpack uh it was like a a Yoda backpack because I really like Star Wars and I think Star Wars is really fun. And she was talking to you about Yoda and what I thought was really cute is she never broke character. I mean, it was just kind of funny to hear Tinkerbell talk about Yoda and like she took something that B had and was like interacting with her. I thought that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Remember Red from the Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, yes. What do you remember about that? Anything stand out? Not really, but I just remember meeting Red. Her. Yeah, and Moana. You yeah, got I remember Moana. That was really fun. I mean, there's so many. You've met so many over the years. And my favorite story is when when B was about three or four, and um, I've shared this in another episode, but I might as well just share it here. She was, I think she was three, and um, we were going to see Mickey Mouse, and we didn't know he was there at California Adventure, and she was the next person, we were the next people in line to meet him, and I was holding her back. I was unsure if she was going to be afraid or not, and I was holding her back a little bit because she was anxious to go, but the people in front of us were done taking their picture with him and were gathering their stuff, so I was watching them pick up their backpacks and their belongings and I was holding on to B and I looked up as the people left and there was Mickey on one knee, hands out, saw B and this little person, he was waiting for her. I let go, she tore off to him and he swallowed her up with his arms. Hmm, I wonder where I got that to go run to a character, Mom. I have no idea where you would learn such I things. I bet you don't. It was so adorable. I just love that he saw that, he got down at her level. Oh, those yeah. characters. There's just so many. We've had so many great character experiences And that's there. something good about the characters. Like, um, I've realized that even if, like, there's a little kid and they get mad at them or they start crying, the characters never, like, say anything that's not in character. They never do anything that's not in character. They handle it like the character would. And I think that's really good because it's, like, they're really the character. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Okay, and now I'm going to put you on the spot because I didn't prepare you for this. So I'm going to put you right on the spot, right? So we just got done talking about things that are not about attractions, right? So in your words, if you were going to tell people out there about 
how there's more to Disneyland than just the attractions, right? Because mm -hmm. you just listed a whole bunch of things. How would you describe that? Like, how does all of those things that you say compare to the fun of riding rides? Like, is it more, is, is Disney all about the rides? No. I think what's fun about just not the rides is if you meet a character, every single time it's going to be different. Um, every single time you go into the house, something is going to be different, like, because I feel like it always is. I, it might be just my memory, but I feel like something is always different. And it's really fun because if you're just going there for the attractions, you will run in to a character or to a parade or to a show or something like that. So I don't think you can possibly go to Disneyland without running into something, which is really fun because you get more than just what you wanted, which is really good. I agree with you 100%. So B, I want to thank you for being a guest again on Kids Corner. Really appreciate your perspective. Next week's, so be thinking about this, we are going to talk about dining from a kid's perspective. The restaurants mm. we've eaten at, the food, the things you like, the things you don't like, the places where we spend a lot of money and you were like, no thank you. <laughs> Um, just kidding. Uh, but anyways, we're going to talk about dining because I do think that from a parent's perspective, that is a challenge. You want to make sure that you're finding places that have an option for kids. And so B will give you her perspective on some of her favorite places to eat and why. That might be difficult because I'm a very, very picky eater. So you, that might be very difficult because I like just about everything that I, um, that are there. I will either eat or kind of eat because I'm a very picky eater, but that doesn't mean that everyone else will not eat it because I know a lot of people like the things that I don't like. So um, I might give like the both sides just in case like I say something that I don't like, but someone may love that. So I might give both sides. I think it's good that you're a picky eater because that helps anybody else who might have a picky eater too because you're not alone in being a picky eater. I promise you that. Yeah, but I'm a very picky eater. <laughs> okay, well, that's true. All right, oh. so with that, I want to thank everybody again for a wonderful uh, episode. Thank you, B, for being here and sharing your perspective. As a reminder, you can catch us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, website, all under Disneyland Devoted, and Patreon. We hope that you are having a happy, healthy, safe week. And until next time, bye. bye.